This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. Drivers in El Paso County waking up to a traffic mess. South Academy Boulevard is shut down between US 85 and I 25 over Fountain Creek. The closure happened last night on the westbound side as part of a widening project to relieve congestion. Now, the road will have three lanes along a mile and a half stretch by 2026. The goal is to better connect military bases and facilities across Colorado Springs. The woman convicted of dragging a tow truck driver to his death in Colorado Springs is back in jail. Police say Detra Ferries was arrested three weeks ago for assault and is being held for violating parole. She was sentenced to 20 years for the 2011 case when she drove off as Alan Rose was attempting to tow her car but got tangled in the cables. She served about nine years and was released in 2021. President Biden due to arrive in Pueblo shortly. He touched down in Denver yesterday attending a campaign event. His second stop will be at the CS Wind Plant on Tower Road. The company broke ground earlier this year on an expansion it says will double manufacturing capacity with another 850 jobs by 2026. The president will give a speech after his tour on clean energy and creating even more jobs. The president is traveling between the two cities by flying between DIA and Pueblo Memorial Airport. The Colorado Springs City Council has signed off on the city's 2024 budget. They voted to approve the budget yesterday at just more than $428 million. That's $7.2 million more than the 2023 general fund budget, which is about a 2% increase. Mayor Yemi Mobilati praised the passage of his first budget as mayor, saying it will provide crucial funding for issues like public safety, infrastructure, and park maintenance. The budget includes a 4% salary increase for all sworn police and fire employees, including those in the emergency dispatch center. The city also plans to cap its 2024 property tax rate to provide financial relief to residents from increased property taxes. Governor Polis has signed a few new measures into law from the latest special session. The governor did so while visiting an elementary school yesterday as one in Arvada aims to use federal dollars to provide food benefits for low-income households during the summer months. This important bipartisan bill that will make sure Colorado is one of the first states to take uh, advantage of this opportunity to provide nutrition benefits to 300,000 Colorado kids. Colorado also helping even more renters to stay in their homes. Governor Polis signed a bill into law yesterday that adds another $30 million for rental assistance, bringing the total to $65 million. Those at risk of eviction must meet certain income criteria. The money can be used to pay current or past rent, late fees, utility fees, and security deposits. So far this year, nearly 44,000 evictions have been filed in the state. Well, talks surrounding property tax increases won't be settled until at least the beginning of next year. The special legislative session to reduce next year's increase in your property tax bill ended more than a week ago. Yet property owners still can't estimate how much their property tax bills might be by then. Normally, county assessors would have needed to certify the final valuation of all county property by December 10th. But due to last week's special session, that deadline was pushed back to January 3rd of next year. That means it won't be until at least January. January 17th for counties and local taxing districts to have the math figured out and for you to be able to estimate your property tax bill. Meanwhile, home prices are on the rise for the eighth straight month. Scott Carr with more. 
The latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index shows prices were nearly 4% higher in this past September compared with September of a year ago. Prices continue to rise even as 30-year fixed mortgage rates approached 8%, leading the way among the top metro markets with an annual increase of more than 6% were Detroit, San Diego, and New York. I'm Scott Carr. Well, it's nice to have the security of home, uh, but one politician who's pretty prominent across the state has lost that sense of security about his car. Denver Mayor Mike Johnson confirmed that his car was stolen from his neighborhood last month. Police say the car has since been recovered, but there's no word on where or how it was found. A spokesperson for the mayor's office declined to provide more details on the theft, citing the safety of Mayor Johnston and his family. Now, this isn't the first time Johnston has been a victim of vehicle theft. His orange and blue Broncos-themed SUV was stolen from an Office Depot parking lot in 2017. That was later recovered, too. The recent car theft is among the nearly 11,000 that have been reported in Denver this year. Partly cloudy skies, mild again today with highs in the mid-50s. Colorado Springs, low 60s for the Pueblo area. We'll see partly cloudy skies and cold overnight lows dipping down into the low and mid-20s coming up on Thursday morning. Colder air arrives with more cloud cover coming up Thursday afternoon with a high of 42 degrees, Colorado Springs, 45 in Pueblo. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Larson for KRDO News Radio. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at KRDO.com.